the uh, the word that we're about to receive. Amen. Lord Jesus, we're grateful, Lord, for the jobs that you give us, Lord, and the place that you give us to congregate here, Lord. We ask, Lord, that this is always a blessing uh, to uh, our families, Lord, and our lives, also to the community, Lord. We ask that you bless these ties that were uh, taken up, Lord. Continue to bless us in everything that we do, Father, seeking you in all things, Lord, in your glory in all things, Father. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. God bless the group this, uh, this evening. Praise the Lord. God bless, uh, God bless the kids' classes this evening also. How are we doing this evening? ¿Cómo estamos, hermanos? ¿Estamos bendecidos? Cansados. ¿Cansados del camino? No. Estamos aquí más que vencedores. Amén con Cristo. We're here more than victorious with Christ. We're tired. We have a lot of different things and obstacles and challenges in our lives. Tenemos muchas cosas en nuestras vidas, hermano, que estamos pasando y cosas que... Uh, estamos confrontando, pero tenemos un Dios que es maravilloso, amen. We have a mighty God, a mighty king, a king that has a plan for us. His people has a plan from the beginning of time. Sometimes we don't understand that. Sometimes our plans are very quick and we readjust very quickly, but God's plans are perfect. They're perfectly planned out. Um, I'm really excited about tonight's message. Uh, I love uh, when God starts to speak to me personally and things in my life and it starts to talk to me and things that I'm going through and things that he's showing me and things that I need. Uh, and it excites me. It excites me also not knowing where the service is going to go to with the word because I know that that's perfect because God has a plan for that. Estoy uh, bien ansioso, anxious, es una palabra. Uh, esta noche para, uh, en, en lo que vamos a hablar hermanos porque Dios me habló primero uh, me dirijó en mi vida primero y, uh, y me enseñó unas cosas pero también yo sé que va a ser de el Señor es la palabra esta noche y estoy uh, esperando eso y, uh, y queriendo ver eso también yo mismo uh, si, po si podemos, hermanos, voltar a uh, Jeremías 1.9, if we can turn to uh, Jeremiah 1.9, it reads, um, uh, I, I love, I actually love verse 8, I didn't give this to Brother Anthony, but I'm going to read it, it says, be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Uh, dice, no temas delante de ellos, porque contigo soy para librarte, dice Jehová. Y, y el versículo 9 aquí que vamos a leer dice, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Y extendió Jehová a su mano y tocó mi boca, y dijo me, Jehová, y dijo me, Jehová, he aquí he puesto mis palabras en tu boca. Estamos leyendo aquí, hermanos, que estaba comenzando Dios con el uh, profeta Jeremías. We see here, brothers, that Jeremiah was, God was starting to use Jeremiah here. 
uh, and starting to want to use him as the prophet that he becomes and he uh, is uh, made to be uh, through God. And this process is very important that uh, the Lord declares it by saying, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. And it's so important, brothers and sisters, for the word of God to be preached as it's being preached through God's mouth and not just preached through our own desires and our own uh, feelings, but more of what God has planned for his people. Es importante, hermanos, que las palabras de Dios, uh, que lo que estamos escuchando esta noche son palabras de Dios. Uh, y, y él lo ha uh, primeramente lo ha ponido en, en la palabra de Dios, pero segundamente lo ha uh, ponido dentro de mí de hablarlo. Y es una cosa importante eso. Es una cosa que debemos esperar que Dios está hablando aquí. Amen. Uh, we should desire and pray for God to speak to us here. This is where we have those moments where sometimes we don't understand uh, when we're here uh, and, and, and the word is being preached and we feel uh, uh, an emotion to it. We feel uh, uh, a conviction to it. We have a lot of feelings to it because we feel that it's speaking to something that's going on in our lives. Uh, como podemos saber, hermanos, que Dios está hablando con nosotros, es que muchas veces estamos aquí y la palabra toca algo dentro de nosotros, uh, algo que estamos pasando, algo uh, que estamos aprobando en nuestras vidas. Uh, lo que necesitamos, Dios tiene una respuesta en su palabra. Y eso es lo que esperamos uh, estando aquí. It's what we hope for being here is that we are, be, are going to be able to receive God's word. That we're going to be able to receive a word from God. And not something that's inspired by uh, uh, anything that's outside of here, but inspired directly from God. That's our desire. That's our hope. That's our prayer. You know, God can change my mind and my perspective in the middle of the, of the preaching to get the words that he wants out. La confianza que tengo en Dios, hermanos, es que yo puedo pensar algo y querer algo, pero el Señor es tan poderoso que Él puede cambiar todo cuando está saliendo de mí. Él puede cambiar todo para que puedes, uh, pueda tener un impacto en tu vida. Eso es, ese es el Señor, es cuanto Él te ama, Él puede hacer esas cosas. Y por eso, por eso estamos aquí, por eso uh, creemos en Él. That's why we're here, brothers and sisters. That's why we believe in him, because we know that he is in control. God is in control. God is always in control. We've got to believe God is in control. If you don't believe God is in control, then uh, it's, you haven't experienced him yet in your lives. Experiencing him in your lives is something tremendous. Experiencing him in your lives means that you have now let go of the steering wheel of controlling your life, and you've let God now take over. And that's a difficult thing to do that. It's a difficult thing to do that. Why do a lot of people, why are a lot of people afraid of flying, Gabby? A lot of people are afraid of flying because they can't see the pilot. The pilot's behind closed doors. If they could just see the pilot and the pilot all calm when it's all turbulent, they'd be like, oh, he's got it. But you can't see it. And it's terrifying. And it is terrifying. Uh, ¿Por qué muchas personas están temeroso de volar en un avión, hermanos? Es porque no pueden mirar el pil pilote. <laughs> Piloto. Lo voy a decir bien, me van a corregir. Y, y, y están temorosos porque no están 
pasando uh, diferentes cosas en el avión, no pueden eh, eh, ver el, eh, eh, cuán calma, calmado está él. Él está. Y es, di, es difícil eso. Pero la misma cosa pasa en nuestras vidas. Él pasa en nuestras vidas porque no podemos ver, ver a Dios calmado en lo que está viendo en nuestras vidas. We cannot see how calm God is in our lives. We cannot see how calm he is when we're going through stuff and he is just up there saying, really? Peace be still. The storm calms down. So we've got to trust that God is in control. When you trust God is in control, then it doesn't matter what comes into your life because you know he's in control. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You know God's in control. Have you declared God being in control of your life? No importa lo que estás pasando, hermanos, si das el control a Dios. Pero has declarado que Dios está en control. Es el problema. Muchas veces tenemos muchas ansiedad. ¿Por qué? Porque no hemos declarado eso. O lo hemos declarado, pero hemos dicho, Señor, 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 no, 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 Señor. No, 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 no me gusta lo que está pasando ahorita. Yo quiero control. Y es una, es una uh, no batalla, pero es una, no sé la palabra que, a pull. ¿Batalla? Con Dios, porque estamos diciendo, yo quiero control. No, tú ganas control. No, yo quiero control. Y así no se trabaja. Me, me gustó un, un dicho que dijo alguien que Dios no está sentado en un, uh, una sofa contigo. ¿Ok? Me gustó cómo dijo esto. Está sentado en un trono. Él sentado en un trono, él, él tiene una posición de autoridad. Entendemos eso. I like how this person said it, that God is not sitting on a couch with you. He's sitting on a throne. That throne gives him authority, not only over you, but over, over everything in your life. See, we want to make God a friend. And listen to this, because God... We want to make God a friend, and it's like, oh, he'll understand. He's my friend. He knows that this and that. And we try to position ourselves with that instead of seeing him as almighty, all-powerful, the authority that he has to, to defeat anything that's in our lives. He's sitting on a throne. He's not sitting next to you on a couch where you could just convince him that things are different now. Things are different now, Jesus, from when you were here 2,000 years ago. Cosas están diferentes, Señor, de cuando estabas aquí dos mil años antes. Cosas han cambiado. Déjame hablarte. Me gusta la palabra omnipotente. Porque es importante, hermanos, que declaramos que Dios um, está en una posición de altura que, que sí se puede tocar. Pero es una Posición de autoridad. It's important to understand that he is in a position of authority. He can be touched. We can, we can reach out and touch him. He's not in a position that he cannot be touched. But he has power. And it's intimidating to touch God too. Because when you touch God, he touches you. And when that touch happens, something goes through us that we feel Uh, a conviction, we feel something overtake us. And we must believe that. Amen? If we turn to 1 Thessalonians 2.13. 1 
1 Thessalonians 2.13 reads Por lo cual también nosotros damos gracias a Dios sin cesar De que habiendo recibido la palabra de Dios que oísteis de nos, nosotros Recibisteis no palabra de hombres sino según es en verdad la palabra de Dios el cual obra en vosotros los que creísteis. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing because when ye received the word of God which ye heard of us ye received it not as of word of men but as in the truth the word of God which effectually worketh also in you that believe. This is very important because a lot of the times we come here and we see the person up here struggling with Spanish and we're like, oh, that's man. That's man. If that was God, it would be perfect. And I like how it's said here because we see something beyond that. We see the word that's being read here and we believe that it was written for us. We believe that God left it here for us. And that it's not a man that's saying it. It's God using a man to say it and believing that. Es importante, hermanos, porque pueden decir, ah, esta persona ni puede hablar el español. ¿Cómo va a usar? Pero que creemos que lo que estamos leyendo es de Dios. Lo que, lo que estamos diciendo es inspirado de Dios Porque muchas veces hermanos Tenemos un batalla Tenemos un uh, uh, Pelea Que es como dijo el hermano Lorenzo En nuestras mentes Y ni, ni podemos uh, Aprender el carro Para estar en la carrera Ni estamos aprendiendo el carro Porque ya estamos vencidos Porque ya ha comenzado aquí y es importante que amamos el proceso y lo que vamos a hablar es en este proceso. ¿Qué, ¿Qué proceso estoy hablando ahorita? Es un proceso que Dios tiene para nosotros. It's important for us to not listen to what's going on in our heads, not listen to what's distracting us in our lives, but right now listen to the word of God that has a solution for you. Sometimes we get in a car in a race and we don't even turn it on and we're just standing there holding the steering wheel where other cars have already taken off. And we're like, I don't know why I'm not moving. Why? Because there was too much going on in your mind that you didn't give God an opportunity to direct you in what you needed to do. And we must fall in love with the process. And what is this process we're going to talk about tonight? Que ese proceso que vamos a hablar esta noche, hermanos. Que Dios te amó tanto que dio su vida para ti. That God loved you so much that he gave his life for you. There was no, nothing that he asked when he did that. When he just did it, he did it. That's what's amazing about God. God didn't ask for a layaway plan with you. God didn't ask anything in return at that moment from you. He did it. And that's what makes him loving. That he gave his life for you and I. El proceso es que Dios dio su vida para ti. 
Lo dio en una man manera, hermanos, que no pidió nada de ti. Él no dijo, yo voy a dar mi vida para que tú das mi vida. Él nomás lo hizo. Es un amor que es mar maravilloso. Pero entendiendo el proceso que Él dando esta vida, nosotros comenzamos una relación con Dios. Queremos saber Queremos entender más del Señor. Knowing this, knowing that he gave his life for us, now we want to start a relationship with God and know more about him. Why would this man, this God, come here to earth and give his life for me? Why would he give his life to people that were yelling to crucify him? ¿Por qué dio su vida a gente que estaba diciendo que mátalo, mátalo, crucifícalo, crucifícalo? ¿Cómo puede un hombre ser algo bueno para gente que tenía tanto odio, tanto maldad en sus corazones? Es difícil entender eso. Pero el proceso es cuando Dios comienza a trabajar con nosotros. Es un proceso que es bien bonito porque se necesita comenzar en un lugar donde entendemos que Él es Dios. It has to start in a place when God starts working with us that we understand his authority and that he is God. When you understand that he is God, he has dif differentiated himself from who you are because now he's the almighty. Cuando entendemos que él es Dios, cosas han cambiado, no, no lo miramos como es una persona que puede Decirnos una mentira. Una persona que lo que va a dejarnos, como dice la Biblia, huérfanos. No es así, Él. Y por eso tenemos un respeto para nuestro Dios. We start to understand that God is not man to lie and He's not going to leave us or forsake us. When we start to understand this, then we start to position Him. In a place where we want to get to know who this God is and, and, and how he can reign over our lives. So this process, if we turn to Philippians 1.6. Si voltamos para Filipenses 1.6. Estando confiado de esto, que el que comenzó en vosotros la buena obra... La perfeccionará hasta el día de Jesucristo. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, brothers and sisters, this is the challenge. This is the challenge we have right here, is that we start to doubt that he has begun. Something in us. Ese es, ese es el, el, la duda, hermanos. Ese es el, uh, lo que estamos peleando contra. Es que nosotros creemos que Dios ha comenzado algo en nosotros. ¿Por qué? Porque todavía hay uh, maldad en nuestras vidas. Pecado en nuestras vidas. Todavía fallamos en cosas. Todavía no somos fieles en cosas. Todavía hay muchas 
uh, cosas que no hemos cambiado pero es un proceso es un proceso see why do we struggle with this that we believe that God hasn't started something because we are still doing things that we've held on to for years and we start to doubt that he's with us and we're not understanding that this is a process we completely are are uh, blind to the word of God and we see here it's saying that we have to be confident that if he started something he's going to finish it of course he wants to finish it quickly of course he wishes that we would allow him to finish it quickly but if it's not finishing quickly it's going to get finished the thing is is that we must come here confidently that he is with us and he's speaking to us la confianza que tenemos debemos tener hermanos es que dios va a acabar lo que comenzó en nosotros eso es parte del proceso es parte de su amor su misericordia su gracia pero muchas veces los enfriamos nosotros porque fallamos en algo y ay no lo voy a hacer no sé por qué lo estoy haciendo por eso esto pasa esto pasa esto pasa y no tienes gozo no tienes uh, uh, un, un, un amor no estás ordenando que como te habló Dios la primera vez es como una relación humano we start to doubt ourselves because of the way we're living our lives and the way we're, we're how faithful we are and we're, we're not understanding this process and this process is a continuous improvement in our lives it's coming here and improving and hearing something and saying I got to work on that I got to work my ground you think if a farmer threw a seed out and the next day it wasn't fully grown he said I'm done it's a process. That seed must die. That seed must grow. That seed must be watered. The sun must come out. This process is what we need to fall in love with. That God loves us so much. His mercy is so great. His grace is so great. That he speaks to us and, and he says, look, I understand these shortcomings. I know these things. I know you weren't raised in church. I know this could be the first time you're hearing about God understanding of who God is oh I knew God died you know I've seen the cross do you know that he's off the cross now because you see him on the cross too much maybe do you see that he he died and rose again do you see him coming back it's not about seeing him on a cross because he ain't on a cross no more that's a religious mindset oh I see I know Jesus died for my sins but did you know that he rose again for, for victory over death? So we must transform our minds in the way we believe. Necesitamos cambiar, hermanos, porque es no más religión cuando dijimos, oh, yo sé que Dios, Dios uh, Jesús dio, dio su vida para mí. Todos creen eso. Pero entienden que Dios resucitó para ti. Para vencer el muerte. Para que no podía tener poder sobre nosotros. Es, su, es según muerte. Es importante entender eso. Porque es un proceso. No se debe evitar cuando algo pasa mal. Debe entender que es un proceso. Pero que Dios. Cada vez que el sol se levanta. Su misericordia se levanta con el sol. 
that we understand this process. And every time the sun gets up, his mercy rises. And we say, God, you know what? I'm going to do, I got to do better, God. I got to do better, God. I know I want to do better. But we can't get down on this. Because the moment we start to get down on these things is the moment that we start, we stop being used by him. El momento que ya los bajamos tanto y estamos sentidos porque yo, yo, yo ya no soy fiel en todas las cosas o ha fallado en esto. Tenemos ejemplos en la Biblia en personas que fallaron. We have examples in the Bible of people that failed. People that you may never have the failures that they have. But God overtook, overtook what they were feeling that would, could stop them from following him. Hay cosas que, que en la Biblia que hemos leído, hermanos, que hemos hablado, que personas que han pasado cosas grandes que uh, se, se podía pensar que podían dejar todas las cosas de Dios. Lo que han hecho, pero no lo dejaron. Porque sabían que Dios era, tenía misericordia, sabían que Dios tenía amor. If we struggle with seeing who God is, that's our first thing that we must clear. Why are we not seeing God for who He is? Because the moment you see His love, His greatness, the moment you understand that He, he sees the stumbling, He sees. He doesn't want you to stay there. He doesn't say, yeah, keep on doing that. Because he sees the struggle that you go through. He sees the hurt that you're in, the loneliness that you're in. And it saddens him. That's why the word comes and tries to encourage you to get closer to him. Because getting closer to him means that you start to leave these things that hurt you behind. This process, brothers and sisters, and this example it's, it, it's, it's nicely written here in Luke 5, 1. If we turn to Luke 5, 1. Podemos leer de un proceso aquí, hermanos. En Lucas 5, 1. Hablando aquí. Cuando Jesús comenzó a hablar. A primeramente los discípulos. Pero a la gente también. Leemos aquí. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genesaret. Genesaret. Y aconteció que estando el junto al lago de Genesarete, no sé cómo se lo dije bien, las gentes se agolpaban sobre él para oír la palabra de Dios. Qué bonito, hermanos, que ese, es, ese va a ser la primera vez que Dios va a hablar y ya estaba veniendo la gente para escucharle. Tenían un hambre la gente. It's a beautiful thing that we see here is that this is Jesus going to talk for the first time and people not even knowing who he is and it's not, he's not famous or, or hasn't, hasn't even done miracles and things like this. He, they're, they're like, man, I want to, there's just something about when he speaks. Ni era famoso Jesús, pero la gente querían escucharle porque tenía algo cuando hablaba. Algo que se sentía. Y estamos leyendo aquí dos. 
y vio dos barcos que estaban cerca de la orilla del lago y los pescadores habiendo descendido de ellos lavaban sus redes and saw two ships standing by the lake but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets a mí me gusta la palabra de Dios porque si te, si llevas tiempo para leerlo habla tiene tanto color I love the word of God because if you just take your time and just read it slowly, maybe it's my Spanish. It makes me kind of read it slow. But it has so much color. Look what we see here. And he, and he saw, so he, he looked and he saw two ships that were, were already at the shore and they, were, they, they had been fishing and they were cleaning their nets like they had fished already. Verse 3. Entrando en uno de estos barcos. And I like this. Me gusta esto porque yo, yo pienso que Jesús era poquito mexicano también. Porque eso es, eso es algo mexicano aquí. Nomás entró en un barco ni preguntó si podía entrar. Puro mexicano, ¿no? ¿Madera? ¿Dicemos? No, no. ¿Y este? ¿Monterrey? No sabemos. Oaxaca. Nomás estoy tirando nombres ahora. Michelin. Es una palabra nueva que me enseñó Felipe. Pero nomás entró un barco. I like it here because, you know, Jesus, I, I think that he was a little, he's a little Mexican here because he, he doesn't say he asked if he could get, he just says he got on a boat, right? He's got on a boat. And, and, You're over here hearing Simon, and you're like thinking, oh, okay, it's because he knew. No, 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 no. He gets on a boat. He just gets on a boat. And it says, and he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. He doesn't only get on the boat. He doesn't only get on the boat. He tells Simon to go out. But again, remember, all these people were like, man, who is this man that's speaking? And I can feel my insides calming down. So Simon is on this boat that he's on and he says, let's push out a little bit. And the reason verse one says that they were washing their nets is because they had been fishing. It's just so you guys understand how pivotal this, all this lays itself together, that these guys were not Just your, your typical, you know, good collar guys and stuff like this. These guys, you know, fishermen back then, they were, they were nasty guys. They had to be. They were in rough seas. They had to be strong. They had to be people that could withstand a lot of stuff and, 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 and probably just weren't very, you know, acceptive to take orders at least the captain of that ship, which was Simon. And yet you start to see that God's showing this process. Jesus saw two ships. They were washing their nets. He got on one of the boats. They got to be tired. They got to be, hey, you know what? It's all part of a process. And he asked Simon, hey, push out. And we see here, out a little of the land, and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. 
So, dice aquí, le rogó que lo desviase, desviera un poco y sentándose enseñaba desde el barco a las gentes. So he goes, hey, go out a little bit. And he taught the people from the boat. It's a beautiful thing, right? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, so we see this is the first time that Jesus is encountering people in this process, but also encountering Peter. And we understand historically who Peter is, but we don't know that, that moment that Peter gets touched here. And so it's a process. And this was Peter's process right here. Era un proceso, hermanos, que Simón es Pedro, uh, uno de los discípulos, pero a ese momento no era. Y ya estaba cansado porque estaba pescando, ya estaban limpiando, ya, ya acabaron. Y no dice si, si ganaron algo, si ganaron pescados, no dice nada. Nomás, nomás dice que estaban limpiando. No dice aquí. Pero una cosa que miramos que Simón sí aceptó lo que dijo Jesús y movieron los barcos. But we see here that Simon accepted what Jesus said and they moved the, bar, the boats out. So part of this process that Simon's going through and Simon, you know, we see who Simon is. Entendemos lo que, quién era Simón, quién era Pedro. Podemos mirar en, en, en su andar con Cristo quién era. Era una persona que agarró un cuchillo y cortó la oreja de un soldado. We see who, who Simon was, somebody, you know, cutting the ear off of a soldier, trying to defend Jesus. We see that he was somebody that was, he had, listen to this, when he did that, he had been with Jesus for three years. You didn't know that, did you? You thought it was just right off the ship that he had done and he was fishing the day before. No, three years. Por tres años andó... Pedro con Jesús y traía mucho el oreja de un el soldado cuando estaba protegiendo a Jesús cuando lo iban a llevar para crucificarlo un proceso tres años y todavía tenía odio todavía era bravo Pedro pescador Pero Jesús entendió que era un proceso que se iba a llevar. No paró en diferentes cosas que pasó con Pedro, pero sabía que necesitaba cada día algo cambiar en él. He didn't stop. He didn't say, I'm going to build, you know, Peter, I want you to uh, guard my sheep, take care of my sheep. After that, He didn't use him in Acts to start spreading the gospel after that because it's a process. And the problem is, is that we have some, for some reason, that we set our level so high that we just stop. You just stop because you look in the mirror and, and you see your past. You look in your mirror and you just see, you know, a few moments ago where you're, you, you know, you got heated up and you said something that you shouldn't have. And you're done. And you're just beaten. 
And I understand that, but it can't take you to a point where you're greater than what God's sacrifice was for you. Hermanos, muchas veces nosotros tenemos desconfianza en nosotros porque fallamos en algo y, y, y no estamos avanzando rápido. Queremos que, ya, ya queremos hacer uh, un discípulo, pero era un proceso. Por tres años estaba Pedro con Jesús, andaba con él, vio los milagros y todavía tenía odio, todavía estaba bravo. Pedro Pero veamos aquí que el proceso Comenzó cuando estaba aquí y Jesús Le pidió, le pidió Vamos en los barcos Verse 4, we keep on reading here verse 4 Y como Cesó De hablar dijo a Simón Tira al alta mar Y echar Vuestras redes para pescar This is good now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a, for a drought. Now listen to this. These guys had been fishing already. They were cleaning their nets. And now they're being asked to go do something again that they either had success or they didn't. They're tired. They heard Jesus speak. But we're seeing some things here that are pivotal for the process. Estamos viendo unas cosas aquí que estaban cansados y Jesús le dijo, tira las redes otra vez, pero ellos podían pensar, pues estamos cansados. A veces venimos aquí y estamos cansados también y Dios te está pidiendo algo, una aleluya, un amén y estamos cansados. Pero una cosa que we're seeing that God was having an impact in Simon and Simon first of all doesn't freak out when he gets on his boat second of all takes the boat out here's the word that God's being preached now here's God command him the captain of the ship it don't work like that just so you guys understand that it don't work like that where somebody comes on the boat and tells the captain what to do but you see that God is doing something here at this moment with Simon. And Simon's experienced something that he had never experienced in his life. Something inside of him was changing. Estamos viendo aquí que, un capi, que el capitán es el capitán del barco y, y Jesús le estaba diciendo al capitán que okay. no trabaja así. Si estamos nomás hablando humanamente. Pero algo estaba pasando porque Simón estaba como un buen siervo haciendo lo que estaba diciendo Jesús. ¿Por qué? Estaba sintiendo algo Simón. Estaba vacío Simón. Ya estaba cansado viviendo la vida lo que estaba viviendo. Limpiando las redes sin nada. Pero era un proceso. Porque un capitán de un, de un barco necesitaba humillarse. A captain of a ship had to humble himself to hear what Jesus was asking him to do. How many of us 
How many of us miss what Jesus is acting us, acting, asking us to do because we have our captain hat on? And we see this, and it's beautiful here. So, so he tells him, you know, he goes, I know, I know, you guys have been working. I could tell you guys, you know, you're tired and all that. No, no, he's telling him. He's telling, it's beautiful when you start to see this process because, and, and, and not, not at any moment you're seeing, you know, any kind of doubt. You could, that doesn't say if other people were, were saying, hey, man, what's going on here? What's, I thought you were the captain, Simon. We got a new captain here? You could hear guys already, right? How people be at work already? I guess there's a new captain here. <laughs> you guys know how it is. Verse 5. Y respondiendo, Simón le dijo, Maestro, habiendo trabajado toda la noche. Now we start to get some clarification on what's going on here. But I like this, that he, he first of all, takes a role of being humble. Again, he's the captain. You see, there's two boats. A lot of people say that there were Simon. Simon was, uh, uh, ha, ha, Simon had a business, a fishing business, him and his brothers. And, and I like this because he takes a role of being humble and says, master. And it says here, trabajando toda la noche, nada hemos tomado, mas en tu palabra echaré. La red. Now, brother and sister, what's powerful here is that he tells him, he goes, uh, and he takes that, that humble role, and he says, Master, all night we've been fishing, and we didn't catch anything. But because you said it, we'll do it. There's something powerful happening on here. Algo poderoso está pasando aquí porque como dijo que toda la noche estamos trabajando, Jesús, y estamos, puede estar diciendo para convencerlo, Estamos cansados, pero no dijo, pero porque tú lo dijiste, lo vamos a hacer. El proceso es importante tener fe. Es un es tener, uh, how do you say humbleness? Humildad. Humildad. Y entender lo que quién es Dios. Estamos viendo aquí un proceso con, con Simón. We're seeing here a process with Simon. Some of us, some of us were still on the captain side of it. Like, nope, I'm the captain. Nobody tells me what to do. If God would have came on my boat, get off the boat. We would have been, we fished already, God, I understand it. Hey, I don't even know if you know about fish, but you can, you can smell me. I know about fish. No. There was no question of credentials. There was no, how long have you been? You know, do you understand the seas that I've fished on this one? No, it was a divine power meeting a need. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que no, hay, no, no tuvo pregunta Simón preguntándole a Jesús. ¿Quién eres? ¿Qué, ¿Cómo me puedes decir? Yo, yo, pesco, yo estoy pescando aquí todo el tiempo. Pero estamos viendo que se humilló y entendía que esa persona tenía algo grande dentro de él. And we see Simon here. Lord, I will let down the net. We keep on reading here. Y habiendo lo hecho, 
mataron gran multitud de pescado que su red se rompía. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes that their net began to break. Now, brothers and sisters, so we understand this. These men had nothing when Jesus got there. Que entendemos eso, que esos personas, esos pescadores, no tenían nada antes que Dios llegó ahí. No dice lo que estaba pensando Simón, que ya estaba cansado, que ya estaba pensando dejar esto, que cómo estaba soportando su familia. No dice nada de esto, pero Jesús llegó. It doesn't say if, if Simon was at a point where he was wanting to quit, he was just tired. He didn't know how he was going to supply stuff for his family with moments like this. But Simon was at a point that Jesus could speak to him as he was speaking to the people. Are we prepared to hear when Jesus is going to speak to us? Estamos preparados, hermanos, para oír cuando Dios te va a hablar. O estás bien acopado, acopado, acopado. Muchas cosas, estoy diciendo, muchas cosas. Nunca descanso, muchas cosas. Or I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Sometimes I don't hear God because I'm too busy, but he understands I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm always busy. I don't hands. And sometimes what we're going through, what we're, what we're going through, God has a word for it. God has something he wants to tell you, but we don't give him an opportunity because we're too busy. And, and what's interesting about this whole deal, again, understanding that these, these, these men were, they were, you know, lower than probably being brutal like soldiers, but not much because... They, again, they would go out on the waters, experience things, and they probably seen people die. They they just experienced a lot of stuff because of rough waters, and 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 again, they were just they weren't easygoing people. And yet, they met somebody that they gave dominion to. Entendiendo que esos personas pescadores en ese tiempo, hermanos, eran personas torpes, eran personas que se necesitaba tener. Mucho, como un odio también dentro de ellos porque lo que estaban peleando contra los vientos y vieron personas que se murieron, eran nomás personas, era una vida, se puede decir miserable también. Pero ¿por qué Dios escogió a ese tipo de persona? ¿Por qué no escogió a alguien que fue uh, para colegio, alguien que estaba preparado, que podía hablar y la gente le gustaba porque como hablaba? Ni, ni sabemos si Simón fue a la escuela, si podía escribir, ni sabemos estas cosas. Pero Dios vio algo en él. Tenía algo. Seguimos leyendo, amén. Y hicieron señas a los compañeros que estaban en el otro, otro barco que ¿qué? viniesen y ayudarles. Y vinieron y llenaron 
ambos barcos. De tal manera que, ¿qué? Se anegaba, anegaban. Listen to this. And they beckoned their partner, unto their partners, which were in, other, in the other ship, that they would come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. La cosa es en este proceso. No, no sé dónde estás en tu vida. No sé cómo puedes ver aquí día uno con Jesús. Año tres con Jesús. Y todavía está cortando una oreja. No sé dónde estás. Puede estar día uno con Jesús o día un año con Jesús o ya treinta y todavía estás listo para cortar a alguien en la oreja porque todavía tienes odio. Pero estamos viendo aquí algo que el momento que obedeció Simón, todos los que estaban al lado de él, que los conoció, Estaban bendecidos. But we see here that the moment that Simon was obedient, that everybody that was around there, because of Simon's obedience, remember he was the captain in that ship. But the fact that he humbled himself, the fact that he recognized the authority and the fact that his faith allowed him to drop the nets, boats were full over over filled to a point where the boats were singing this is where our faith has to get to in understanding God's authority his connection and his love for us he loves you I mean I don't I don't care what you've done and who who you think he loves you I mean, we start to see Peter denies him and he still loves him. I mean, you see Peter going back old, you know, three years he's been with Jesus, walking with Jesus, and he, he starts cursing like a fisherman again. He starts lying. He goes back, right? It's like, man. And then he sees Jesus die. Listen to this. You think you got problems following Jesus? He sees Jesus die. He could feel convicted for that. But yet Jesus is resurrected and asked for him first. Send Peter. And he experiences Jesus' love like, wait a second here. And we've all experienced that and that's what keeps us going is that we experience God's love. Pedro Tres años estaba andando con Jesús y el momento que iban a crucificar a Jesús comenzó a, a, a decir maldiciones, comenzó a mentir. Yo no estoy con él, no, no, no sé quién es él. Tal vez diciendo maldiciones para que ellos creían que era una persona no más de, oh no, esa es una persona que es un pescador. Porque él estaba temoroso que le iban a matar a él. Con todas esas cosas que pasó, todavía Jesús tuvo misericordia para él. Eso es algo grande. Su amor y misericordia es grande, hermanos. His love and mercy is great. 
Now we've got to give him the authority. Now we've got to give him dominion. Now we've got to give him. But the thing is, is that we don't, and we're still captains of our own ship. So if you're captain of your own ship, you can't expect. You can't expect to hear when God tells you to drop the nets. Si tú eres capitán de tu barco, no vas a oír cuando Dios te dice que deja que la reda baja. Muchas cosas tenemos, hermanos, que está contra de nosotros. Orgullo es algo bien grande. Nadie me dice nada. Yo soy lo que soy. Pero la cosa es el momento que dejamos que la voz de Jesús domina todas las cosas. Es el momento que la barca se va a llenar. Se va a llenar. We keep on reading here. Lo cual viendo Simón Pedro se derivó de rodillas a Jesús diciendo apártate de mí oh wait this is now okay this is going off now isn't it apártate de mí Señor porque yo soy hombre que pecador now this is where right because we're thinking like didn't this start at the beginning when he got on the ship but when Simon Peter saw it he fell down at Jesus knees saying depart from me for I am a sinful man O Lord Now, what's powerful about this is he didn't stand up and say it to him. He still took a position where Jesus was authority. A humble position by getting on his knees. And he was convicted to say, whoa, please leave from me because I'm a sinful person. I mean, I'm a captain of a ship, but this... My life, I mean, I just came from a, a bad night where we were talking about stuff and, and I'm ashamed and, and, and to be in your presence, you should just leave from me. This is, I'm not a good man. Está pensando Simón aquí, yo, yo no soy un hombre bueno aquí, debes de ir de mí porque la noche pasada estábamos hablando y, y yo, yo soy un pecador y debes ir de, de mí, Jesús. Pero estaba de rodillas. El momento, el impacto le llevó a su, sus rodillas. This impact took him to his knees. But why, when we are overtaken by something that's good, do we want that to depart from us? Because we feel we're not good. This is the challenge. La batalla es, hermanos, que cuando algo bueno viene, viene en nuestras vidas y, y quiere ser algo bueno para nosotros y nosotros sabemos que no somos buenos, ya queremos que se vaya. Esa es la batalla en este mundo, que no entendemos que es un proceso. This is the problem in this world that we don't understand that this is a process. 
that Simon was about to enter in this process. And Jesus is like, you know, Jesus is like, <laughs> you know, he's like, oh man, oh man, I'm about, I'm about to, I'm about, this is going to be crazy. Two boats, these guys right here, they have no idea what's about to happen. I mean, I, I just, I, I wish I, you know, I wish I could read deeper into the Bible and I would hear like Jesus saying his thoughts during the whole process. Like when Simon's like, depart from me, he's like, oh, you have no idea, Simon. Oh, you have no idea how I'm going to use you. Oh, you're going to deny me. You're going to do all these things. But you know what? This process, you're going to come around. This process, you're going to come around. Trials and tribulations came. Struggles came. They ran. They hid in the nights. They were locked up. They were beaten. But they were faithful. And we see here, he declares a couple of things, and we see here, estamos viendo unas cosas aquí, hermanos, que cuando él lo, él lo vio, dice aquí, que se cayó de rodillas. Y la primera cosa cuando vio esto, pensó, Jesús no sabe que yo soy un pecador. Porque le dice, oh, lo hiciste a una persona que... Debes hacerlo algo que alguien que es bueno, alguien que lo merece, se cayó de rodillas y lo dijo que se iba. Estamos viendo aquí que vio, cayó de rodillas, habló quién era y dijo a Jesús que se vaya. We see here that he saw it. He fell to his knees. He claimed what he was, a sinful man. And then he asked Jesus to depart. The three things, the three things is what Jesus is looking for here. He's looking for you to see him and what he can do in your life. Está, está, está queriendo tres cosas quiere Dios que tú, tú estás mirando que tú veas uno de ellos es que le, le mires a él en lo que puede ser la segunda cosa es que viendo eso que venemos a él en de rodillas aceptando su poder the second thing is, is that we come to him on our knees accepting his power and the third thing is is we admit who we are and how we've come short to the glory of God. La tercera cosa es que con nuestros labios decimos que somos pecadores y que reconocemos que somos pecadores, que hemos pecado. En la cuatro cosas, no. Y la cosa es que muchas veces cuando personas encuentran Encontran, encuentran esto, Jesús. Las tres cosas vienen, pero también el cuatro. Y ellos dicen, no, no, Dios no me pueda, Él no me puede amar. No puedo entender eso. Y corran. Pero ¿dónde estaba Simón? But where was Simon at? See, three things, right? People experience these three things. And sometimes on the fourth thing, they try to do what? 
they try to run away from it. They say, you know what, this can't be. Jesus, you don't know who I am. But where was Simon at? He was on a boat. Could he run? God had it at a perfect position. And God loved him so much. And God loves us so much that he'll put us and barriers will be around us so he can get his last words into us. Are we listening? And we keep on reading here in verse 9. Porque temor le había rodeado, rodeado y a todos los que estaban con él de la presa de los peces que habían tomado. For he was astonished and all that were with him at the, at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. Verse 10. Y así mismo a Jacob y a Juan hizo hijos de Zebedeo que eran compañeros de Simón. Y Jesús dijo a Simón, no temas, de, desde ahora pescara, pescarás hombres. And so was also James and John, the sons of, of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, fear not. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. Now, brothers and sisters, let's understand this. Que podemos entender esto, hermanos. El temor vino sobre Simón. Fear came over Simon. And sometimes fear comes over us. How can God be so good? To, and I'm not good. That's not for us to question this. It's to... Love the process. No es para nosotros preguntar por qué puede ser Dios tan bueno conmigo cuando yo soy un pecador. No es de ti de preguntar eso, es de ti de amar el proceso. Podemos ver aquí que el impacto no nomás era con Simón. Puedes leer aquí otros discípulos. A, a, a Santiago, a Juan, el impacto. Pero siempre Dios habla al capitán. ¿Quién eres tú? ¿Eres una persona con mucho orgullo que te crees capitán? Who are you? Are you a person with a lot of pride and, and you feel like you're the captain? But you're not allowing anybody on your ship to be saved. You're having a Jonah moment where the ship's going down. And that moment that you see Jesus for who he is and the love he has and the authority that he has. The submission comes in. The process begins. And we see here that Jesus starts with Simon here. and says, I'm going to make you fisher of men. You imagine that? Could you imagine hearing that? All you, all they've known is fishing, and now it's like, what? I just—that's the first—that's the first sermon I—that's the first sermon I got right there. You know, I'm supposed to now go do that. Jesus, is like, huh? Love the process. It's not done yet. Love the process because it's coming. 
Me gusta porque podían tener duda. Esa es la primera predicación y milagro que vieron. ¿Y ya quieres nosotros que vamos y hablamos a personas? No, no puedo hacer eso. Yo soy un pescador nomás. No, no, ahora vas a ser pescador de, pescadores de hombres. Amar el proceso que te voy a llevar. Muchos de nosotros hemos preguntado, ¿qué, ¿qué puede usar Dios de mí? ¿Cómo me puede usar Dios? Many of us have asked ourselves, how can God use me? There's something inside of you that God sees that he could use. Hay algo dentro de ti que Dios mira que puede usar. Para su gloria. Muchas veces nomás es para tu familia misma. Para los que están en tu barco. En tu barco. Many times it's just for your family and who's in your boat. Don't start shooting out all these, oh yeah, you know, this, this and that. When it could just start on that process. Tenemos un Dios de sabiduría, de entendimiento. Y es, Él lo da gratis esto. No se lleva un pago de colegio. We have a God that's the God of wisdom and understanding. And He gives it freely to you if you're willing to receive it. We read here verse 11. Y como llegaron a tierra los barcos dejándolo, todo lo le siguieron. Amen. And when they had brought their ships to the land, they forsook all and followed him. Come on. Now, now look. That's pretty powerful. Eso es poderoso, hermanos. Y, y muchos de nosotros, no, 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 ni, ni sé cómo decirlo. Dejaron de, todo. Con un impacto de Jesús. Eso es algo grande. No más pensándolo. Él era un capitán. Él tenía negocio de, de, de ir y pescar. Y llegaron con algo. Ellos estaban contando. Uh, eso es mucho dinero. Y esto y eso. Oh, ¿Cómo puede ser eso? Oh, perfecto. Otro milagro. Que viendo todo lo que Dios les, les, les dio, todavía se fueron. Another miracle right there is that they could have been tempted with the, what the catch was, and they could have said, oh man, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go follow you, Jesus. Let's cash this in. We'll just cash this in, get it to our families, make sure, you know, they're okay. Mama gets the new mule. And then we'll come and follow, we'll catch up to you, okay? Gotcha. No, this impact was so great that they just ported their boats, got off, and followed him. Es un impacto, hermanos. Cuando Dios tiene un impacto en tu vida, dejas todo. Ni pensas lo que tienes en lo que, cómo lo vas a hacer. Nomás piensas en, uh, en seguirle a Dios. Pero el proceso que estás ahorita. ¿Cómo estás viviendo ahorita? ¿Tienes, tienes, tienes gozo en tu vida o es, es, es difícil? Porque si es difícil y no, no entiendes que es un proceso. Te puedes preguntar. ¿Dios está conmigo? ¿Y cómo puedes saber si Dios está contigo? 
Ay, eso es una buena pregunta. Oh, yo, quiero, yo, quiero, yo quiero oír de personas aquí. ¿Cómo puedes pensar que Dios está contigo? Ah, es porque lo creo. No, es porque escuchas su voz. Y no nomás lo escuchas, hace sus mandamientos. Dice la palabra de Dios, por sus qué? Frutos. See, that's a, it's a very important question. It's like, you know, uh, how, how do you know God's with you? And, and a lot of people say, well, it's because I believe he's with me. That's, that's, a, that's a very, that's a, that's, Gabby will remember this, and it's a very Miss America answer. World peace. No, you know it because you hear his voice. You follow him, but your fruits also show that you're obedient to him. That's how. That's the process. That's what the word of God says. So if you think of anything else and you've been told anything else, then get into the word of God so you, it could be revealed to you. But we see here, they get off the boat and they follow him. They leave everything behind. Now what's, pow- what's powerful about this, this is the first time that Jesus spoke to Peter. Let's look at the last time he spoke to him. If we turn to Luke 21, 19. I might have got the wrong one there, brother. Hold on one second. Give me there, brothers and sisters. I'm just going to read from it. I think I meant to say John, brother. John 21, 19. This spoke he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said unto him, who is him? Peter, follow me. Three years. He had been following Jesus. Three years he had been following Jesus. And the last words that he's going to declare to Peter is to follow him still. Y esto dijo dando a entender de que muerte había de glorificar a Dios. Y dicho esto, dísele, sígame. Brothers and sisters, what's relevant about this is that we see at the beginning Jesus telling Peter when he said, I'm not a man of, I'm a sinful man. And Jesus says, follow me. And now we see Peter after he's denied Christ and he's been there with Christ and Christ is telling him and Jesus tells him what? Follow me. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que le negó Pedro con, uh, siguiendo a Dios por tres años y Jesús le dice otra vez, sígame. Porque no podemos entender su misericordia, su amor. Lo, acepté, lo aceptamos, hermanos. Pensamos que va a ser algo dentro de nosotros. Nuestra fe debemos 
a creer que Dios es maravilloso. We should believe that God is going to do something. God has something planned for you, in store for you. But if you don't love the process, process of the ups and downs, understanding that daily you're getting better, then you come in here and you don't have any animal, you don't you don't have any joy, you don't have any praise. Cuando no amas el proceso, hermanos, no vienes aquí con amor, con ánimo. Vienes aquí como esclavo. Pensando en todos tus caídas. Todo lo que te falta. Pero cuando vienes aquí entendiendo que es un proceso, vienes aquí sabiendo que Dios te va a amar en este proceso. Dios te va a librar en este proceso. Dios tiene un plan en este proceso para ti. No vienes aquí con duda, vienes aquí con ánimo, con fuerzas, con, con, con una fe que puede mover montañas. You come here with a different type of mindset when you come here understanding that Jesus loves you and is with you during this process. Oh man, I'm grateful for this process because I tell you one thing, brothers and sisters, myself, I would have left myself a long time ago. Hey, James, come on now. <laughs> it's the truth, though, right? We would have left ourselves. Muchas veces, hermanos, yo, yo, yo me dejaba hace años como soy yo. Yo me fastidiaba uh, con, con, mí, con mí mismo. Ya no quiero nada contigo, Graviel. Pero tenemos un Dios con un amor grande. Que entiende si lo dejas que entra contigo y que cena contigo, que habla contigo. If you let him speak to you, if you let him dine with you, just let him in. Why do you keep on holding him back at your door? I'm going to ask the group to pass on up. Porque no nos paramos, hermanos. Why don't we all stand up? Dios es bueno, hermanos. God is good. Muchas veces no entendemos que bueno es Dios porque no, todavía no lo estamos viendo en su autoridad. Many times we don't understand how good God is because we're not seeing him in his authority. We're not seeing him in his power. I want us to see God in his power. Amen. I want to believe that God has power. I'd like for uh, Gabby, if you and Ornan can come up to the front, I'd like for all of us in the church to to come on up here. I'd like to pray for Gabby and Ornan. You know, uh,